Hello everybody out there in music video land and welcome to another episode of the music video land podcast brought to you by your super good friends at imvdb.com the internet music video database this is a podcast where we talk about music videos my name is Adam and then with me from the Ebola crisis center of the world New York City is uh, Mr. Doug Klinger how's that for a topical news item Doug? Uh, I think it's a I think it's a super good topical news item. It's uh, I'm pr- I'm proud of you for knowing stuff. Thanks. Um, and then we have a really awesome guest on our podcast. You may know him from um, his amazing video for "No One Survives" by, by I'm going to try to say it Necroglobicon. Um, Necroglobicon. Ah, Jesus! I a little bit of audio dyslexia there. Um, okay. As well as producing um, a lot of music videos for one of our favorites, John Lejoie, um, and directing some amazing videos for um, Waves and Major Laser, Mr. Brandon Dermer. How you doing, Brandon? Guys, thanks for having me. Um, and we're talking to you this week because you have released a pretty amazing music video for a band that uh, I think takes my number one spot now. For the best band names that I've ever take, heard, takes it away from piss jeans. Yeah, it takes it away. From, actually, I have this written down. It does take it away from piss jeans, and that is uh, for a band called Fart Barf, and the video is for Homeless in Heathrow. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I, this video, um, I guess we should just describe it a little bit. It's kind of it's kind of like a half horror video. It gets pretty kind of gory at some parts, and then it has some humor elements to it. Um, so could you t- t- just talk a little bit about what, you know, um, cause I know you wrote it, um, you know, what the, the whole concept of the video is. Yeah, I wrote it with my buddy, Zach Zeman, who, uh, we've written quite a few things together. He wrote some of my shorts with me, uh, like flesh lightning and a, a few others. And, uh, he produced the movie VHS and VHS two and VHS viral that's out today. And also uh, a horrible way to die and a few other flicks. But, uh, we just had this idea about doing this babysitter slasher and taking some of the tropes and flipping on its head. And we kind of got obsessed with this idea that no one ever suspects the babysitter. Um, and it all kind of spawned from there. And we had this idea. And then when we heard Far Farf's music, um, just the tones of their instruments really made us think of John Carpenter and 80 slasher flicks. So we just wanted to make like the most fun little slasher piece possible crammed into uh, five minutes. And cast in your lead role is Amanda Cerny, I think is how you say her last name, um, who, if anybody, I'm a big Vine fan, if anybody has spent more than like 10 minutes on Vine, you've definitely <laughs> seen her. Uh, yeah. she's, she's in everything, um, and she's she's very talented, she's like a model and does all sorts of other stuff, but I think this is like her, maybe her first like serious acting role. How did you sort of get her involved in this? Yeah, I uh, I too have explored the depths of Vine, and I've always <laughs> been intrigued by her. She's um, extremely beautiful and also very funny, and you could tell through Vine, pretty fearless. She's not afraid to make fun of herself uh, at all. And um, I wanted to cast someone that, if you read in the trades, like you know, all these Vine kids are getting you know TV show roles and this, that, and commercials. If you read in the trades, like Amanda Cerny, you know, lands role in this horror film you'd automatically assume she's going to be the protagonist she's going to be running around getting chased with a knife you know Mm -hmm. um so i wanted someone that inherently would play with your expectations um and i reached out to her and i sent her my videos and i just said look 
uh, I want to shoot you like you've never been shot before. I'm, I really want to push you. And we got together, and she is uh, she's amazing. I have nothing but the best things to say about her. She's hungry. She's inspired. Again, she's completely fearless. And, um, yeah, she matched my intensity on set, which was incredible because if it was any other actor or actress in that role, um, I don't know if I would have made the days and got the performances. You know, she never had to look at monitor to make sure she her makeup was okay or she looked pretty. She was just – she was down and dirty. And she – she uh she did all of her own stunts and wanted to do all wanted to do all of her all her own stunts and she sent me this amazing photo of her knees the next day that we were just all <laughs> fucked up <laughs> from tackling that dude. I actually should tweet that photo out the photo of her knees. Um, yeah, because she's uh, got she's got to move. So I I don't want to. I guess we we can give away the the plot of this. She's a babysitter who turns out to be, you know, a, a killer and mm-hmm. not just of one person but multiple and a. a pretty gory scene we'll get to but she's got a pretty amazing move during a like a pretty intense fighting scene where she does the you know she's on her back and flips up to her <laughs> you know to standing upright that looks like super gymnasticky I, that uh, yeah it looks like so difficult i worked with this uh amazing stunt coordinator named jessica all the credits are in the description uh of the video but with jessica and um i worked really closely with her and we had a stunt prep day where we went to the stunt rehearsal studio, and Jessica was like, okay, I really want Amanda to do this kip-up where she's on her back and kicks up. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds great. I don't know if she, she's never done it before, but, and I mean, that's what, when, when healthy people try to do things, when physically fit people try to do it, they can actually <laughs> do it. She did it on her, like, third or fourth try, and every time I see that shot, I laugh, just because it's so intense. Um, I love it. You mentioned you reached out to her. Was that through VM? Um, actually, I just, I got her email, uh, through a friend of a friend. Gotcha. And I actually reached out to her, like, when was that? I did a commercial for this company called The Mountain Tea. Um, they make those shirts with the giant animal faces on them, um, who also helped raise money for this music video because we sold shirts, this, uh, Barf at the Moon shirt. Um, that's also in the description <laughs> of the video where it's the three fart barf guys in like the three wolf moon shirt thing. But anyways, when I was doing this mountain tea commercial like six months ago or whenever it was, um, I told my producers, I'm like, oh, you know, I know it's a stretch, but I'd love to get this vine girl involved. And somehow they got through a friend of a friend, her email. And she said, oh, I'm out of town that weekend, but I totally do it. I'm a huge fan of Brandon's work. Let him know that if, you know, if he ever has another project for me to think of me and once we wrote this video and I started thinking about, like I was saying, playing with expectations and someone, if you heard they were going to be in a, in a slasher, you'd assume the protagonist. Uh, I just, I was like, Oh God, got to contact this girl right now. And, and what about the, go, sorry, go ahead, Doug. I was going to say, what about the, uh, what about the dudes? Where, where those guys come from? Was that a more of a general casting? So the dudes, um, the first dude was an extra in my major laser video. He was one of the what he's in it for like a shot, um, but he was so <laughs> handsome on the day. I was like, man, where did we get this dude? Um, <laughs> he's just a good-looking dude. He was part of Blake Anderson's little like uh, denim gang, so I got him through that. The second guy is my good friend David Raspoli, who is also John Goblicon. Um, he is the Goblin. Oh, so wow. <laughs> yeah, and he's also in my Flesh Lightning short. He's also in my Death Set music video. Um, I just think the world of him, and he's so hilarious and so talented. So that's him. And then the last guy 
was in um, the last thing I co-directed with John Lejoie. Please use this song. He is the uh, the office supply worker guy. Which is and, a fantastic video, which we'll put in the show notes if anybody wants to check that out. Um, definitely. And I, w- I should mention that you mentioned that all these Vine people are getting deals. And we, it just I think the news came out this week that Rain Wilson of The Office fame is going to be producing a TV comedy with uh, like Jerry Perpdrank and uh, Curtis Lepore, <laughs> who maybe I think are the two, some of the largest Vine stars. Um, so they're definitely crossing over into into the mainstream a little bit. Yeah, and I'm not going to lie, when Vineverse came out, I was like, there's no way this is going to catch on. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, it, clearly, uh, it has caught on. They, they found a thing. Uh, what's um, what's the, the writing process like for, for a video like this? Is it like a kind of a full script? I like to call, It's like a scriptment. Um, <laughs> it's, you know, it's written like a treatment meets a script, and I break everything down to the song before going in. So it's kind of edited when I go to shot list it and go into to make the whole thing. So it's all written to the music. Like the first thing I do is I listen to the song and I'm like, okay, there's a, a drum fill there. We're going from minor to major here, you know? Um, so it feels very musically driven the whole time. And there's, you know, toward the end of the, I guess in the middle of the video, things start to get unexpectedly for me, I guess, unexpectedly kind of terrifying um you have a a a murder scene that would kind of be at home in like a dexter episode and maybe even a little gorier than your average dexter episode i was wondering what you know was behind the decision to go that that like kind of horror for it well you know the whole idea was inspired by films like stepfather and crush you know um and we really just wanted to push the gore, but in a fun way. Like, you know, it, we didn't want to be torture porn where you're like wincing and you're like, oh, we wanted you to be laughing at like how far we're taking this. Mm-hmm. You know, the commitment to this absurd idea. Um, and I was just like, the more blood, the better. <laughs> you know, and like, there's there, you know, there's personal violence in the video where you see the characters reacting, but you're never really seeing like a knife going into a guy's stomach you're not seeing you know uh just like that torture porn stuff that doesn't really do it for me it's more so just like reactions and blood and and uh uh i'm sorry i uh lost my train Doug, you uh, started a sentence without knowing how to finish it it's the ebola this is also a shining example of uh when we would edit something uh I, so one thing that i have in here in my notes that i definitely want to ask about and i don't know about you know i'm not sure where this location is but there's a shot you know there's obviously kids because amanda plays a babysitter mm-hmm. and they have plates that are shaped like pizza and that look like pizza <laughs> that are pretty awesome i love pizza as well and you know i made my love letter to pizza uh last year for the death set in my music video for soar away and my production designer surprised me with those two days before uh the wonderful elise hannaford uh, was like you're gonna love the pizza plates that i got <laughs> <laughs> and i did it was fantastic <laughs> And what about the the mask? What was that inspired by? Did you have like a specific reference point for that? So the band actually, what she's in in that what we called the kill room, the blue jumpsuit and the mask, that is what the band actually wears. Like nobody knows what the band at who they are or what they look like. It's three dudes who wear blue 
jumpsuits and those masks. Um, if you go to fartbarf.com, you could check them out. Um, so, and the masks in person are very goofy, but the way we shot them and the angles of the, the, that we shot the mask on, we tried to go for a more creepy effect, but it was my way of trying to really tie the band into it. And it, you don't get a lot of opportunities in your life to say, um, we'll have a link to fartbarf.com. <laughs> I know. In the, in the show notes. It, it's, the name is, it's so funny because the way I found them was there's this other band in LA that I love called Sketch Orchestra. They're this instrumental band and I go check them out all the time. And I went to go see them one night by myself and afterwards they're like, hey, you should stick around and watch Fart Barf. And I'm like, I'm not sticking around and watch a fucking band called Fart Barf. <laughs> I'm going home. <laughs> um, but the name stuck with me. And then I went on YouTube and I started watching videos of them and listening to their SoundCloud and I was just blown away because the name sets the bar so low and the music is incredible and their visuals live the way they look and their energy is so amazing um i started obsessing and i started writing this video and then at the time necrogoblicon was on tour with lint biscuit in the uk wow. and i get an email from dave the goblin literally i'm in my living room i'll never forget i'm like in my living room on my computer writing this fart bar video. I, I've never even met the band yet. I kind of wanted to write the video, then approach them. Um, I'm sitting, I'm working on it. I get an email from Dave saying, hey, I'm here with Wes Borland right now. He loves your work. And Wes Borland is the guitarist of Lip Biscuit, 15-year-old Brandon at this point is freaking out. <laughs> um, and uh, he said he thinks you should do a music video for his friend's band, Fart Barf. And I'm just like, the universe is pushing me towards <laughs> this band right now. So through Wes Borland and his guitar tech, who's an awesome dude named Cadaver, um, they introduced me to Fartbarf, and I pitched him this idea. But yeah, the name uh, and fartbarf.com, all of it sets the bar uh, so low. And, and it's interesting, because I remember pre-Necrogoblicon video coming out, talking to my agents and managers, and even just friends, and explaining I'm doing a Necrogoblicon music video. And everyone's like, Necro club, blah, 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 blah. and they're like, they have to change their name. It's going to kill them. I'm like, no, 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 no. It's super specific to the to the theme and the tone of their band. I think it'll work, and I think uh, the same goes for Fart Barf. And there, I was, was going to make a bad joke about how lucky they are that that domain was available because I can I, think of, I can think of lots of other things that that website oh, could be. Oh yeah, it could be a lot. I mean, the common thing whenever I tell people about this project, they're like, "Have you been to cakefart.com?" And um, <laughs> <laughs> and yes, I have. I don't know if you guys have ever been to Cakefart. It is based on that reaction. Shout out, shout no, out to Cakefart. Oh god, yeah, no, big uh, up, big yeah, up. It is. Uh, it's. There's a link to that in the show notes. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, We're not super, linking out the super super disturbing stuff, but um. Yeah, and you know, another thing with their name is like ever since I started this this project, everyone's like, "Have you heard of?" and then crazy name. So it's been like Planet <laughs> Diarrhea is one, um, Perfect Pussy is another, um, and the funny thing is both of those bands are awesome, but <laughs> like Planet Diarrhea is great and Perfect Pussy is really good. Um, yeah, it's just. I'm Brandon. Yeah. I'm sorry. So I, I gotta have to correct you. I, I believe that is uh, Diarrhea Planet. Ooh, crap! Yeah. Shit. Uh, <laughs> crap. I'm just kidding. That's uh that that actually is on my list of Diary Planet is on my list of greatest band names of all time. Um 
And so what about the Halloween um, release? Was that was that intended? Did you kind of have that plan the whole the whole way? Yeah, I knew that you know um, to try to set ourselves up for success um, for a fairly unknown band. You know, as many elements as we could stack up, and I knew you know October would be the perfect time for something like this. And I wanted to ask about that kind of that that approach of working with bands that you know to to many people they they wouldn't be familiar with because if you um we'll link to it on the, in the show notes there's a great uh, director's commentary that you do for the no one survives video where you describe how you you know approach to necroglobicon goblicon sorry uh <laughs> <laughs> um, about you know ab- about the video and you know it sounds like it's a different process for fart barf but you know essentially it it's the same, you know, you're, you're kind of approaching them. Um, you know, maybe they, I think up until you did no one survives necro goblicon didn't really want to do a music video. Is that correct? Yeah. They, um, they were a band for like seven years before that. And they've had, they had a little bit of a success on MySpace. They had this song, uh, goblins, ahoy that went like <laughs> viral before there was viral on MySpace. Um, but everyone that was interested wanted them to dress up as goblins, and it just that wasn't their sh- that wasn't their thing. Um, and when I approached them, you know, I like in the commentary I talk about it. So really my neighbor, my good friend Randy, was like, "Hey, man, you want to go see this band uh, Necrogoblicon? The guitarist is an assistant at my company." And I was like, "Oh, sure, yeah, maybe I'm I'm going on a double date <laughs> if I make it back in time." And I I YouTube Necrogoblicon on the way there, and you know, it's just like. Uh, the album art link thing with a song and I was just blown away. Um, so I, I, I rushed home from the double date. We drove out there and when we're driving out to the show, we're listening to their album stench. And the whole time I'm just like, this is either going to be like nine pretentious metalheads, one pretentious metalhead in a computer. Cause I don't know how this music <laughs> is being recreated live. Um, and then I walk into this empty venue and it's, um, it's six, very non-pretentious and just dudes playing this music they just had this very specific joke and vision but they're completely committed to it and it just it just uh it really 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 spoke to me um so you know there's just a difference when and also just the impact there's something awesome about making this larger than life video for this band called necro goblicon that nobody knows and it's intense screaming goblin metal there's like such a challenge to make it cut through the static and same thing with fart barf they're called fart barf um and um and and also but the music speaks to me and really it it evokes so much energy that i just i i like kind of doing a balance of like you know waves was a band that i was trying to get a hold of since the moment their uh i heard their album you know um and major laser was another where i've been a fan Diplo since high school um, but I kind of like to balance it of like these unknown bands where I'm really trying to to push them out there and also tell a very narrative story that I want to tell you know and I have a little more freedom with those bands because they're like yeah no one's going to make a video for us otherwise <laughs> you know because um, we a lot of times get you know questions from directors who you know are wondering you know what you know, if, if I'm, you know, if I want to direct music videos, what do I do? Um, mm-hmm. And a lot of the times, you know, we hear the advice out there that's like, you know, find a band that that is accessible to you, mm-hmm. um, and you know, pitch them a music video. You know, for a band like uh, Necro Goblicon, 
you know, how do you convince them that, you know, I'm going to be able to, uh, you know, capture that vision and, you know, do your video justice? Well, you know, I think it was just, uh, again, at the time they were in this band for like seven years, they had like 4,000 fans on Facebook. They had this amazing album and they're playing shows, but it kind of, at that point, was kind of halted right there. And when I approached them, they were like, I walked off to him at the show and I was like, holy, I, I'm, I'm so blown away right now. I have to do a music video. I was like freaking out. And they're like, yeah, yeah, sure. We've heard it all before. And I'm like, okay, just, I'm going to go away and write a video. They're like, cool, great guy. So um, I went away and for two weeks, just like lived with the album and came up with that character. And I basically met them at a bar. Um, I was like, come meet me at the Pineapple Saloon. I'm going to pitch you this video. And I pitched it to him like I would pitch you know, a commercial or a feature or a TV show. Like I walked him through it scene by scene. And when I stood up and started doing the, the hands ripping the face off and I was like, <laughs> it's going to be exactly to the beat of the, the double bass drum. Uh, they like two of them stood up and clapped and they're like, yes, go, it's yours. <laughs> and now they have 63,000 fans on Facebook. Crazy. That is, that is a crazy amount of growth. Um, yeah. And I wanted to just just quickly here ask about the um, "Please Use This Song" by Jean Lejoie video that you mm -hmm. co-directed. Yep. Um, <clears throat> because I, you know, Doug and I are big Jean Lejoie fans. We love this video, and the concept of the video is you have all these setups that are sort of pseudo commercials or pseudo um, infomercials for different brands. And the thing that I've always wondered about this video is you have so many sort of printed materials that say, like, your brand or your brand here. Um, mm -hmm. And they're not graphics. They're, like, actual things. Yeah. Um, so I was wondering about the the process of getting those because it seems like a whole lot of work. It was. And God bless, again, Elise Hannaford, my production designer. Um, she knocked it out of the park because uh, John and I were just – relentless with all the stuff that we wanted <laughs> you know um yeah and she i mean she absolutely murdered it i mean we were every i felt it was like every day leading up to it we were like adding another thing um <laughs> and i felt like we tortured her but she she killed it now, yeah my favorite is the uh, or the, probably the most accurate is the progressive apron uh, <laughs> yes brand here yes and that was um Catherine, i I always forget how to pronounce her last name. I can see it in my head, but um, it's with an E. It's like E. Holfner or E. Holfer. I'm sorry, Catherine. It's in the <laughs> description of the video, and she did Farf Barf. Um, yeah, she crushed it. She also did the soccer uniforms and the progressive, and that's my friend who's a, a writer and a stand-up. She's hilarious. Alicia Keetry playing uh, Flo from Progressive. Yeah, she's definitely like a, she's a dead ringer for her. She, I, I'm sure you guys did a lot of hair and makeup for her, but she's uh, very similar. Um, I know. I was kind of hoping Progressive would like reach out to her and make her like Flo's little sister. <laughs> <laughs> that's the next. That's a big thing for these all these all these companies is you have a, an a female employee. Mm -hmm. AT and T is trying to do it to us now, but anyway, that's a tangent. <laughs> that's, um, that's a that's a reference. You're referencing your tweets. Referencing my tweets. There'll be a link to those. There'll be a link to those show, tweets in the show notes. My favorite, my awesome. famous Adam Fairholm Twitter account. You're Come closing. You're closing in on a thousand followers. So let's let's give it a plug. Yeah, please. If, if anybody, let's if sell any, it as a show. Yeah. If any of those sixty-three thousand Facebook fans of uh, for Necro Goblicon are listening. 
Yeah, slide on over to Adam's Twitter account. It's definitely relevant to your interests. Lots of <laughs> lots of programming jokes. If you like if you like Goblin Metal, you'll definitely like Adam's <laughs> jokes about JavaScript. It's, awesome. Uh, it translates over. <laughs> How do the um uh, since we're talking about please use this song? How, how do the projects with with John come about? Do you, does he kind of like come to you with ideas and and you know ask for your help to execute them? Do you write them together? It varies. Please use this song was uh, he had that song written for quite some time, and we were talking about the best way to execute it. I mean, that video was going to be a bunch of different things before uh, what it ended up actually being. And we were kind of sitting on it. Then I saw this article. I was taking a shit on Twitter, like mm-hmm. you do. And um, I came across this article from Tegan and Sarah talking about, like, the only way to survive as, as a musician now is to do branded content or sell your, you know, get your song licensed. And I sent it to them, and it just, like, lit the fire under our ass. It's like, we have to do this, like, right now. Um, but the process for John and I, it varies from project to project. It's usually John has an idea. And then we sit down and we talk about it till we can't like we're laughing so hard that we're crying and then we know (laughs) it's 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 good. And then we start together to develop it. But it all starts with John has an idea or John has a song. And then from there, we come up with the visual concept, the execution, the tone and then uh, and just dive into it. He's been uh, an incredible dude to work with. And as you know, throughout the years become one of my closest friends. I, I met him when I was an assistant at a production company and a management company. He came in to shoot at the office uh, his hit single, I Come Too Fast, and he was uh, <laughs> literally point, he was holding a camera, like just a handheld camera outstretched and just pointing it back at himself. So all those like side to side shots are just him literally holding the camera out and cropping his hand and arm out of it. And I... He just moved out to L.A. from Canada. I just moved out to L.A. from Chicago. And I was just like, hey, man, I really dig your stuff. I think we have similar sensibilities. I come from the more sketch and narrative storytelling world. So maybe, you know, working together could be cool. And we just started hanging out and it really clicked. And the first thing I did with him was uh, I Can Dance. Uh, And I'm not a cinematographer by any means. But, you know, I was holding the camera on that and we came up with more locations and broke it up and then from there it just it kept escalating and then um and then after i made flesh lightning um which was you know me really coming out to the world showing like this is what i can do this is my tone big high concept goofy shit uh john was like i want to do something with that crew um so we did fuck everything that's yeah that's i was gonna say that's the kind of like mark where the production value started was there was a leap between I think like the best song I think and fuck everything or mm-hmm. around around that time because then you guys did started as a baby which which were kind of produced and looked like you know hip hop videos were on you know yeah. on that level yeah um, and I highly recommend started as a baby that is a, a fantastic video as well thank um, you yeah. and. Uh, and yeah, Doug, uh, I actually just, I pulled up John Lejoie's page and saw the sad news that Nino passed away. I know. That is that is very sad. If for those who, if you've seen the um, uh, Everyday Normal Guy video, he's the, if I'm not mistaken, he's the guy who has You want the, some of this bitch. Yeah, that guy, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Who, yeah. who he has used over and over again in a few videos. Yeah, and he, uh, we actually squeezed him into Please Use This Song when it's the... Um, 
oh god what's the line oh, that's um, right he is in that song yeah okay. <laughs> it's, it's a it's just a we we literally had john's brothers take a photo and send it to us uh and send through it in there <laughs> yeah he yeah he's just it's just a still i think in one in like in the corner somewhere for one of the products yeah um but uh but yeah uh, and that, yeah, that video has a dark ending to it too. Uh, speaking of dark darkness mixed <laughs> with comedy, um, yeah, I won't, I won't, we won't spoil it for anybody. But uh, things shit gets w- real, and then maybe that's why Progressive didn't call you because of the last yeah, maybe, of that video. Maybe that's why. But you know, um, with all these videos, I always get commercial work, and even when it's like, you know, Necrogoblicon from that, I got a commercial. The video game never came out, which is such a bummer. So the commercial's just sitting on a password-protected Vimeo site. But EA reached out to me, and they're like, hey, we have this video game coming out. We have this idea for a commercial. We think it's totally up your alley. Um, and then from that, please use that song, I literally got a commercial for a medication you didn't know you should be taking, um, <laughs> <laughs> which is amazing. Um, that, that's a really uh, unique, too. Um, uh most music video directors complain. Well, not not most, but I've ha- I've heard music video directors complain that they make music videos that don't, you know, that and and that it's not translating necessarily to getting them commercial work. And so it's it's unique to hear that like that you can like direct line from this video to this this commercial. It's pretty unique. Yeah, I have a few. Um, like you know, from Necrogoblicon as well. Um, at the time we were looking for you know, branded integration to help, you know, uh, boost the budget of this thing. And I was talking to this company, Deathwish Coffee, who I just literally saw pop up on the side of my Facebook. And at the time, they were like, oh, we're not really sure if we want to put our marketing dollars here. And then the video came out and they're like, God damn it. Um, <laughs> but they're the sweetest dudes on the planet. And they, um, I, I, I then did two commercials for them. Um, and then the Mountain Tea was another thing. They, um, they they sponsored Necrogoblicon like as a band, and when the video came out, they're like, "Hey, we'd like to do a commercial." And I and ever since, and I've actually developed like a really crazy dope relationship with Michael McGloin, who's their head art director there, who has helped me out a ton uh, when I'm in a tight squeeze getting some uh, graphic design work done. And then, what else has turned into commercial? And then I did a commercial for a pet adoption center, NKLA, which is this like no kill LA, this very uh, fancy pet adoption center out here. Um, Another DP got offered this commercial, couldn't take, and he said, hey, you should check out this music video director, and that was thrown my way. But it's like, if you watch my NKLA commercial beside this fart bar video, it's like, how the hell did that happen, (laughs) you know? Well, if people are listening and you happen to be in a position to hire people to make commercials. Let's go. Let's do it. Contact information (laughs) will be not be. You have to contact us first. (laughs) Yes. Um, It's it's, it's a Amanda Cerny kind of situation. Yeah, there you um, go. Well, like like we mentioned, if you want to watch any of the videos we've talked about, those will be in the show notes at imvdb.com slash podcast. This is episode 129. Um, and we have a few other music videos. This is a bit of an odd week, but I thought we'd talk a little bit about some of the music videos that came out this week, as we are wont to do from time mm-hmm. to time. Um, because this is a super odd week. Um, yeah, know, it's, I think we should, and I think we should go through these in the in the order in which I uh, sent them to you today. Should be because the number one, usually the number one music video of the week, I can at least recognize the name of the person. Um, <laughs> but this is a very odd week because this week the number one video, at least on 
Thursday night, October 23rd, 2014, is a a cover of Like a Virgin by Madonna by someone named Sister Christina, who I assume is a nun. Um, And the cover is all right, but this video is not much more than her just walking around and singing it in in what I assume to be be Venice or some other um, Italian city. Is she an actual nun? I didn't do uh, any research uh, to to see. Could this be like just her style? She's like uh, sister. She is an Ursuline nun. If you if you are oh, wow, you if you are Catholic, research. if you are Catholic and you know the different uh, orders, the Jesu- Jesuits, the etc. So she's an Ursuline nun, um, but she is a singer. Um, she won two thousand the two thousand fourteen city season of uh, the Voice of Italy, which is uh, I guess <laughs> the Italy's version of the Voice. Um, no, no, it's Italy's version. Um, I'm not. I'm not finishing that show. I'm not finishing that show. <laughs> um, yourself. I was going to say a different show. Whatever show. It's Italy's. It's the Italy's, Wire. Italy's version of The Wire. Right. Okay. Sorry, guys. Uh, <laughs> and, um, so, uh, yeah, so, so that uh, at least justifies the views, right? I suppose so. I mean, this, it's, it's a very, very odd video to be getting so many <laughs> views. Um, it's only been out three days. It's put up about two million views. Um, but I, I kind of turned it off halfway through. I just oh, there wasn't <laughs> much to. To, it, it's very long and there just really wasn't much to watch there so I put this video on the watch list because of its popularity and well so, yeah of course it's interesting and also because I love it no I don't really <laughs> I don't, uh um, no, I was just a surprise. I, so I, I didn't know she was an actual nun. So like, I, I thought watched, she was dressing up as a nun. I expected her at some point to rip the nun clothes off. <laughs> oh my god, the, that would have been incredible. I would have been. That would have been amazing. This would be at like sixty million views. Like <laughs> I was like, oh, when's this gonna get? When's this gonna get going? I'm I uh, missed. I missed. I should have looked her up. So how does the it, is there a, re- a music video for the Madonna like a virgin? Is there any uh, is there any reference that this pulls from? I doubt it if she's a real well, nun. The, the, Why is she singing this song? The like a virgin virgin music video Madonna is a very very famous music video. Um but right. it, it mostly takes Brandon, have you ever seen it? The original like oh, yeah. version? Oh yeah. Um and it is directed by Mary Lambert and takes place in Venice and she's mm-hmm. on a on a gondola going through Venice. So there's 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 not really much of a reference and she's not dressed up like a nun in that music video. She's in so, like a that she's in that famous bridal dress in like right. a Victorian house, maybe Victorian. I'm just throwing that word around. She's in a you know, she's in that and then she's also a she's on the beach too. Yeah, there are a few locations. Yeah, definitely. It's it's a sort of it's an I, I'm surprised you haven't seen it, Doug. It's a kind of a con, iconic oh, video. There's a lion walking around. Remember the lion walking around? Oh, all right. Now I've seen it. Um, that yeah, you know, you know. I mean, 1984. It's a year after MTV came out, so it, it's it's sort of smack dab in the middle there. But yeah, there's I no there's no Steve's... reference. Uh, this is like a Susan Boyle thing to me. There's just nothing. Right. Yeah. No, it's not. It's nothing. This is not. Uh, whatever. It, it's popular. So here we went and we talked about it. But uh, 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 as you were watching it, Brandon, with no context mm-hmm. for it, what, what were your thoughts? I was just confused. <laughs> I mean, it's a very it's a very pretty video. Um, but yeah, nothing really i mean nothing literally nothing happens and i was waiting for like is she gonna take all of her clothes off or what you know what's the uh the next level to this video well you guys missed I'm one glad of the I'm most important the clues 
Well, I'm um, glad I'm not the only one who was waiting for her to take her clothes off. Like well, I, the, the, I started feeling weird about that. Like I was some outcast who's waiting for nuns to take their clothes off, and so at least I'm not that. No, well, no, no. Or well, maybe, yeah, no, good. That's, and now that's knowing not... that it was from The Voice and it's probably got this whole machine behind it, I'm kind of surprised that they didn't have her rip all of her clothes off. But at the same time, <laughs> maybe they're going for that, you know, they're just marketing this for, like, you know, religious fanatics and just like, oh, this is something the whole family can enjoy. And she'll pull out an album around Christmas and they'll make buku money and then call it a day. But isn't Like a Virgin about is about having sex, right? That's what they say in, in Reservoir Dogs. Mm-hmm. So that's what it's about, right? Is that true, or is that is that? Well, fake? how does that factor into this at all? Well, because she's singing a song about having sex, and she's a nun. That's weird. Yeah, well, you guys miss a very important detail. Is you got to watch for the oh, shoes. Shit. Um, <laughs> you always we, the, the 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 key part of seeing anybody dressed up in religious order clothing is to watch for the shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, and one look at this lady's shoes, and you can tell she's a real nut. Um, they're like beat up like 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 big boaters kind of so it's (laughs) it's really you know it it, it, it's puzzling but i think i I definitely agree with brandon this is sort of like a thing where they're gonna do like a christmas album like a you know il divo you know who brings out the il divo cds except for christmas or the michael Bublé or anything like that so anyway it's 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 just sort of an oddity i guess it's just kind of apropos of uh what I mean, this is not uh, the the season for like huge like Miley Cyrus, Katy Perry pop videos, dominating yeah. the charts. This is so like anyway, more of an indie kind of kind of feel to it. Yeah. So anyway, and uh, no more talk about the nun video. <laughs> Enough time spent on the nun video. Let's go to Gwen uh, Gwen Stefani, famous uh, famous lady Gwen Stefani. This is a lady we've heard of, um, and her music video for Baby Don't Baby Don't Lie, directed by Sophie Muller and Weirdcore. Um, I'm curious how they're roles broke down in this process um well we know that that sophie muller who if if you haven't checked out her work go to her page because we have a hundred you know almost 200 music videos attributed to her going all the way back to you know the early 90s actually the late 80s with the with uh, some eurythmics videos right um and she's a, kind of a known collaborator with gwen stefani and this doug you were saying this is the first gwen stefani video in what like seven years or so yeah that's six years seven years that's what uh uh the internet said maybe it was buzzfeed they know about stuff like that no yeah no it's been it's been several years since the gwen stefani what's our the last gwen stefani video that we have in the database luxurious 2005 yeah. also directed by sophie muller which um, would be seven years yeah, so this 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 actually shares a lot of commonality with the nun video because it's just her walking around a lot. Um, although it is more highly stylized, but we should mention that Gwen Stefani is on The Voice now. Here's another voice connection. These oh, videos wow. are super related. Um, but but wait, you're talking. She's not just walking around. She's walking around in a in a you know in in a digital world. Yeah, that's so. That's I guess. That's I assume a- where the weird core stuff comes in. Yes. Right. Sophia, Sophie made one of my favorite music videos of all time, the Garbage When I Grow Up video. Oh, which yeah. I love and adore. And I, talking about approaching artists, I tried so hard to get a Carly Rae Jepsen video um, where I really <laughs> wanted to kind of do an homage to that because I, uh, I know I make like crazy metal videos and fart bar videos, but I love that Carly Rae Jepsen album. I think it is such a good pop album and such a missed opportunity to like put her out there in sort of a, I don't want to use the word 
punk because I'll get destroyed. But just like a sort of like Pat Benatar, like a more <laughs> uh, uh, a more charged pop artist, if that makes sense, you know. Uh, and all of her videos um, after, um, oh my god, what was it? a call me, call maybe. me maybe. Yeah, we're just so cookie cutter and just they never had any sort of uh, energy or attitude to them. And that garbage video has so much energy and so much attitude for such a poppy song. Um, I, I somehow got in touch with uh, some people over at the Scooter Braun camp. And I'm like, I want to make Carly Rae Jepsen video that feels like this garbage video. Um, and that didn't go very far. It's in- it's interesting too because Carly Rae Jepsen, uh, the Call Me Maybe video has over 600 million views, and then they only did two other videos after that. And like you mentioned, yeah, very kind of not not exciting. Uh, I would music. have loved to see Carly Rae Jepsen video directed by you. <laughs> yeah, oh my god! By, inspired by where when I grew up by Garbage, circa <laughs> yeah, with the camera flying at her with that big stage with the light set up. Um, and just the lead singer of Garbage, I'm forgetting her name right now, but her performance in that is, um, I just love the juxtaposition of like her in that pretty dress, but she's moving around in such an aggressive way, um, almost like an aggro way at some points. And I was just like, let's just, let's just get Carly in there. And that is Shirley Manson of of Garbage fame. Uh, and Butch Vig is the other, where'd they go? They I, I used to be a huge fan of Garbage. Yeah, I think they had an album not that long ago. But anyway, he acts now. She'll like pop up in like episodes of CSI and shit. Really? Oh wow. Okay. Don't well. quote me on that, but she definitely, she definitely, <laughs> she definitely <laughs> acts now, and she's in some shows. Maybe not CSI, but a show on TV that a lot of people watch. Well, you, about you know about think, forensics. Yeah, you know, some procedural about something. You know what I think is going to happen, Brandon? Is a year from now. Carly Rae Jepsen is going to kind of reinvent herself as like a pop punk princess kind of deal. And they're not going to give you any credit, which is going to oh. suck. But they're it's going to be gonna, tough, but it's going to be... Gonna pull from this podcast, too. Yeah. Av- like, Avril had her moment. Our Canadian pop punk queen had her moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they ran that well dry. Oh, you it's know, super dry for, now, yeah. And and now in, and then you just you just move the pawn and you just move Carly in and you make it a little more, you make it a little more grounded, you know? Yeah. Um, so speaking take of, over the world. speaking of grounded and that's a terrible transition, but I really want to talk about this. I love Makonen video featuring uh-huh. Drake called Tuesday because I don't, this is another one of these videos that I do not understand. Um, this is, uh, <laughs> this is, I love, I have never heard of, I love Makonen. Um, I do not. Wait know. a second. This is blowing my mind. Cause this song has been, all over the place and he has another video okay so Andy, this is Andy, Andy Milanakis one no 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 no. before for this song Tuesday he has another video with be pre-Drake and it's him, uh, the other version of the song yeah like not non remix and it's own music video and then Drake discovered him and made the remix I didn't know that they made a video for it they wait Drake discovered I love Mackinac well, for yeah. The, like, yeah, wow. and and it's it's I don't and this song has been everywhere. Like this video came out uh, on Tuesday, and yeah. um, and uh, it's it was it's been very very popular. I enjoy the Drake section. Uh, the Drake section is great, but then I'm, I'm not a huge I love Mackinac fan. I don't, uh, but I guess I understand the the thing. Do you think they like went and, and picked a day of the week? 
and we're like, look, we're going to own a weekday, right? <laughs> we're going to like, whatever, like you're going to like, no, nobody's got these days. So like, which one do you want? And he's like, that's Tuesday, right? Like that, let's have it. <laughs> and then they, and now he does like this, this song is going to be owned like the day of Tuesday. If you ever go out from now until forever, this song will be played. Now maybe I've been, tw so I heard about this song on a podcast called um, Get Up On This that my friends Maddie and Jensen have. That is fantastic. You guys should check it out. It's kind of they get you up on things early on. And hmm. they had this song on there months ago because it, it came out and then Drake's, Drake heard it and did a remix that he just like popped out there. Um, and I've been tweeting every Tuesday some version <laughs> of cl um, Club Going Up on a Tuesday got the, the the chorus is club going up on a Tuesday got your girl in the cut and she choosy and I've yeah. been t I've been tweeting got your uh, got your girl a cold cut and she's choosy and then <laughs> adding a specific cold cut order I used to work at Potbelly in Chicago oh no um, way and it's been getting no love on Twitter and now uh -huh. maybe that this <laughs> we're gonna retweet it this next is, Tuesday oh yeah it'll be there oh Potbelly oh for anybody who hasn't been to Pop Bellies, so good. It's amazing. Oh I used God. to live in Chicago, and it just was – it's a revelation in so many different levels. It, it, it's the only sandwich shop that has the um, – what is it called? Jardinera Peppers. Yeah, Jardinera. Yeah, so good. And um, anyway, that's that's a huge I've digression. I've never been there, guys. Four years, I've and never I still been... go. Nice. Oh, man. You got you to get I've there. Never... Franchise one in New York. Been... Is All there, right. Is there? Yeah, that, and they should do one everywhere. There's actually there's some in Ohio. Weirdly enough. Um, mm. So yeah. So the, the thing the thing that we, and and the song is very catchy. The thing that I just found kind of humorous is that they're auto tuning. I love Mackin, but not for an effect. They're trying to hide it a little bit. I feel like they're just trying mm. to auto tune him to keep him on tune. Is that how you say his name, Mackin? No, I know. Don't, don't do. I don't. Did you look that up, Adam, or are you do? Are you making? It? I'm just winging it. Yeah. Yeah. So don't, I, do not base it on what Adam. What, what do you, how, how do you say it, Brandon? I I thought it was Macanen or Macanine. I was at a writers' room at Comedy Central, and we spent like 25 minutes trying to like because <laughs> some kid was like, one of the writers was like, "Hey, have you guys heard that I Love Monkey song?" I'm like, "What? I don't. I don't think it's Monkey." For sure, no, not. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! And we also there's there was a slight di di dispute on whether it's one word or or three. That's also a thing that we've had. To, uh, well, our uh, our thing that auto grabs and search Am searches Amazon and pulls in the Amazon results has Amazon has it has it as three. Um, mm. And uh, iTunes. What is Amazon now? Well, they they know a little bit about databases. Uh, iTunes also has a, has it as three. So anyway, um, we should talk let's about this uh, a church's video. Let's do it. Um, Wait, real quick. Shout out to Andy Milanakis. Um, oh yeah, he's a he's a homeboy. He and I just sold a show to Vice, which you can see it's online. It's called Fat Prince, um, where Andy just cooks ridiculous uh, meals with like renowned chefs and then he has like a celebrity <laughs> homie come and eat with him and we had david keckner um but oh, so, I'm, so, so i'm tweeting about that yeah so we um when we were shooting that we were singing this all day we were just yeah. like and then um yeah and then i randomly saw it and i don't know if you saw the article on complex like he just reached out to monkey or whatever the hell his name is on twitter <laughs> and was like i want to make you a video and he whipped that thing together in like less than 24 hours and it's an insane it's an insane and awesome video he's in he's in clown makeup and he's like a lot of just staring into the camera 
in clown makeup. It's fantastic. Somebody else who is who was a Vine, a uh, uh, heavy Vine user, but not anymore, sadly. I think I just yes, saw Vine from him I mean, saying that he hates it now. Yeah. I know. I uh, We start out the show, which I was like, yeah, because, yeah, his Vines were hilarious. And I don't know if you – I'm sure you remember. He used to just break shit in his kitchen. Yeah. So when we, when we shot our show, the opening shot is him just breaking a plate. <laughs> he used to do – a like. I was actually concerned at some point because he used to do a lot of a damage to his house or, or wherever that was. <laughs> I know. Um, uh, <laughs> I know. And also hand money to people. Do you remember? Those yeah, were those are great. He'd wear a mask and just like try to take it and like just try to <laughs> hand money to people and be like, what? And like, he just did a web series on Jash where oh, it's nice. like Andy Milanakis makes your day or some, something like that. But he literally just walks up to me and goes, how can I make your day better? And like, <laughs> it's it's pretty amazing because some people are like, I want money, and he just hands the money. Some are like, go in that store and put on the smallest sweater. It's amazing. <laughs> some people are way more creative than uh, I would be. Um, <laughs> yeah, Doug's vines are mostly him in bed talking Wait, to why, himself. Why is that? Why are we talking about? I'm talking about if I if Andy Milanakis came up to me, I wouldn't be able to talk about small sweaters. Why oh, we, I thought we were comparing your shitty, vines. Yeah. Why, we, why are we should bring in my shitty vine account. Um, to <laughs> So real quick, I want to get this uh, Church's video in here because yeah. um, Church's is awesome. And um, they made a lot of news. I think it was late 2013, early 2014. Um, Lauren Mayberry, I think, is is their lead singer. There are two dudes in Lauren Mayberry. And, you know, she made a lot of news about, you know, people kind of harassing her. And she was kind of standing up for herself, which was great. Um, and then, you know, their latest single is Under the Tide, which is sung by, I can't remember his name, Ian something. Um one of the dudes from churches mm-hmm. um, kind of a different direction since she's so identifiable with the band. And uh, it is also directed by Sing J Lee, who has directed many of their music videos, including lies and the mother we share both fantastic videos. Um, yeah. So this was one is kind of in the same vine, uh, same vibe, very dark. Um, same vine. Yeah. It's, it's all from <laughs> vines. Um, and uh I enjoyed it. I don't enjoy this track as much as other stuff, but I thought it was, you know, it's a Sing J Lee video, so it's going to have a certain amount of quality to it. And it's got some uh, anime touches to it as well. It does, Which is the yeah. interesting addition. The The performance stuff is is very, um, you know, uh, in this in the same tone as, as the previous stuff. But yeah, the anime stuff is an interesting touch. Um, uh, it, it's... it The performance style for them... It works so well, and it's so established in these videos that, like, this additional element added to it is like, uh, like I don't want to say it feels separate, but like it's it it is like a noticeable addition to that like already established vibe, and mm-hmm. so it was a really interesting kind of piece that they added in there. Yeah, Churches is one of those bands that have an established kind of guide, I guess, for how they look and how they're filmed. Um, that goes down to like lighting and shot, you know, like focal length and colors right. and all these different things. So to add this in here is is interesting. Um, and there's a lot of very like kind of like Tron inspired art and a lot of interesting visual items. There is at one point a constellation that is uh, makes up the faces of the three members of churches. So um, I definitely think that you know uh, the mother we share and and gun um, started by Pensacola are. are probably more successful videos in a few ways but uh this this one i think kind of works as well it still feels very much like a church's video despite not 
sounding like a church's song as much because it's got a, a new singer for it. So fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I I do really want to talk about this Tiga Tiger or whatever Bugatti video. Yeah, um, no, we definitely got to talk about Bugatti. We're, yeah. we're going we're gonna to do a run. <laughs> we're doing a run through these videos real quick because this Bugatti video is awesome and it's very jarring. Uh, Adam, why don't you tell us what happens in this video? So this is one of those videos where there's there's all sorts of repeating images over and over that kind of go with the beat. And, and I say that like it's a trope, but a lot of people do this really terribly. Um, but this <laughs> is done so unbelievably well. And part of the thing that makes it, I think well done are these little details they add in one of them is the um 80s technology that is everywhere in this video including um pieces of one of the original macs uh and like an old style clicker from the 80s and stuff um and then toward the end we get a little bit more you know actual shots instead of just these little pieces um but the song is amazing and i love this video it's directed by helmy and there's also subtle so like you're getting a lot of the images repeating, um, but like stuff from, like they're they're bouncing back and forth. They're like going in series and like they're kind of meshing together. Like uh, there's like you see a lady's fingernails and then you see like a dude putting on a shirt and then like a couple other images and then like once it gets back to the dude putting on a shirt, like suddenly it's a lady putting on a shirt and like the kind of clips are. Uh, starting to like bleed into one another as well, which is really interesting. And then the song, they repeat the word Bugatti over and over again. And every time they do, there's a man with a comb with his hair combed over to the side, and he points directly at the camera and he says Bugatti. And uh, I like that. There is, um, yeah, it's funny. I like the, the only really line in this video is um, I think girl comes up to me and asks me what I'm driving and I say Bugatti. <laughs> uh, and Bugatti is a insanely expensive car. It's 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 um it's just so I think that's kind of the humor of it. But isn't it like an eighties expensive car? No, like, no it, I don't know. Ben, I feel like do a, you know anything about cars? I I, I have no I don't idea. have any I, idea. I don't but, know anything. The word just Bugatti, the way it looks and sounds just makes you think eighties. Yeah, yeah, I feel like it's a, like an expensive car that my dad would be excited about. He'd be like, oh, <laughs> God, that's holy shit. Uh, that's a terrible impression of my dad, but nobody knows that. <laughs> uh, um, uh, so, yeah, like I feel like it's maybe like a car that's like, you know, I could I could be wrong, but it does. It, it seems like an 80s. And this is like it's got that style. And there's some sweet dance moves in there, too. And some really weird stuff. This is a really weird, re- weird and fun video. And I think um, there's a there's there's a reference to um, the 2002 film Secretary, starring James Spader and Maggie Gyllenhaal. Um, going deep. Yep, yeah, going deep here. This is this, is, this is the part that I cut out. Um, where um, <laughs> where the secretary, the woman is bent over the desk and he's spanking her. If anybody's seen Secretary, that should that should bring him something. It ties right in. Um, <laughs> so and let's just. Oh, you got more things? Nope, nope. Uh, which one do you want to talk about last? Well, uh, I wanted to. I want to. If we're gonna just do one more, it's definitely gotta be uh, the one that I'm not gonna be able to say. Mayo Caro by Roy Caffrey. Some yeah. I said. I know Roy. The word Roy was said right. <laughs> um, so this was an. This is an awesome video, right? Essentially, it's um, uh, a bunch of records kind of strewn over a street, and they're uh, you know like really classic you know records. You know Bob Dylan and the Beatles and David Bowie classic records and um they've uh all of the faces are like beatboxing along with the song and it like the 
it's flawlessly done. Like it seems like a yeah. something that can be done like and like, it looks like shit and it looks like someone just like pasted faces over, but like this looks like the records are singing really, really like it's a really strong thing. And then like it essentially eventually a, a narrative develops from these records all over the street. And I, and I won't give it away, but it, it gets there. It's not just the, it's not just the gimmick. Uh, something kind of comes of it, but like just so flawless how the, how the, the compositing and stuff was done. Uh, Brandon, did you, saw, did you, did you see this one? Did I do this one or did or I see this one? Did you see this one? Sorry. I directed under the name Roy. <laughs> uh, yeah. Are you, yeah, are you Va- Vania Heyman? Um, <laughs> Um, no, the video is, it's really, it, it is really awesome. And like Doug said, like there is a version of this concept that sucks. Um, but it's the commitment to, um, you know, the excellence of these graphics that make it transcend something of just like, oh, that's cool. To, wow, this is amazing. And I think the big joke that comes at the end is that all of these records are being thrown out for not an iPod, not a computer, not a CD. Wait, but, you're gonna give away the you're gonna give yes, away the I'm end. Yeah, giving away because okay. I I love this format, the mini disc. You're if right. Anybody <laughs> remembers the six months in like 1998, the mini disc was a thing. I do. I had many mini discs. I played in a band and we would record our practices on mini disc, and then we'd <laughs> oh, be man. like, only one of us can listen to this because nobody has a mini disc <laughs> except for Brandon. <laughs> they were, and it was like three hundred dollars in the store window. It's I thought that, that was just that touch just like sealed the deal for me. Yeah, it was a great. It, it is a great. Um, ending. so uh, I think I think we did it, you guys. I think we talked about every single it. awesome video. We left no stone unturned. So Brandon, thank you so much for joining us. This is awesome. Thank you, guys. I want to give uh, two quick shout-outs before I leave. One to Wes Borland of, of Limp Biscuit. You all remember them. They're still here. Uh, he was an instrumental part of me doing this Bar Bar video, and he's actually the news reporter. For that two-second shot of the news reporter, he shot that on tour on an iPhone, wow. um, which is amazing. And then also, again, Amanda Cerny, who everyone needs to continue to watch and watch her uh, – take over the planet she's doing a reddit ama tomorrow morning i think at 11 30 a.m which should be interesting pacific uh yes 11 a.m uh pacific coast time okay so we'll get this this will be out before then so that people people can go to that go go yeah. ask your questions mm-hmm. um yeah amanda she, Make a, she's... ask questions related to this music video Definitely, because there was yeah. there was a great. I think uh, Necro Goblicon did an AMA that was pretty popular too. Yeah, um, that one was that one was great. Um, so there we go. You're getting in the AMA game tangentially, um, <laughs> but I but it's 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 so fun because there a lot of times these artists will do AMAs and like music videos won't be talked about. But I think with this one, this one will definitely be mentioned, and I hope it uh, gets upvoted upvotes for everyone. <laughs> upvotes Thank for you. music video questions. Here um, we go. <laughs> <laughs> 